Hey guys, so I am a little late. Um, I was supposed to drop an episode last week with my cousin Fatu, and that did not work out. Um, basically, I ended up getting well. Yeah, I don't. I don't think she was drunk, but I ended up getting drunk, and me and my roommate ended up getting drunk as well, and we both ended up throwing up, and it was a whole mess, and. The podcast was not able to happen, so I apologize for my week late update right now. It's almost going on two weeks. Yeah, I am ashamed, but I am here to give you guys some juicy, you know, uh, no, this ain't going to be juicy. I ain't going to lie. This is probably going to be a pretty regular episode this week. Um, I'm trying to save the juicy stuff. I want to run the idea by you guys, so whoever does tune in, please do let me know um, through via DM or via text message depending how I know you and let me know what do you think because I have a friend shout out to Samaya and she told me that her boyfriend's friend suggested that I should start a Patreon and I personally said I didn't want to start a Patreon until I had a decent following until I had a you know obviously when you start a Patreon you're having people pay like a monthly fee to listen to your podcast to support your podcast and obviously not all episodes would go there it would just be exclusive content and so forth but I thought it was an interesting idea to think of for now because she was like why not you know and I was thinking why would I do it now I don't want to you know unnecessarily have episodes just hanging in the ballots because if I don't have someone that's willing to commit to pay a monthly fee, whether it be a dollar or two dollars, because obviously I wouldn't make it expensive. But if I don't have someone that's willing to commit and pay a fee, then at that point, I'm just having episodes sitting in a bubble that no one can even tune into. So I'm more or less debating if I should do it or not. Um, it would also show me who is actually really a firm supporter in my little podcasting and who's really there to push my ideas and what's going on because I really do want to make this a full-time thing and again I apologize guys for being late for the people that do you know look forward to listening to my podcast whenever I drop and to those people that actually do tune in I really want to say thank you so much I really appreciate it um I find it so funny because I had mentioned it if I'm not mistaken in the last podcast or the one previous to that people like to hear different particular stories it seems like and I realized the the most excuse me the most popular episode slash episodes that I have because these two have the same viewings is my sexual assault episode and then my first uh, episode with Tashreen which was dating apps so I see that y'all like to hear particular stuff and like I think that's interesting to me because I'm one of those people too that likes to hear something that's a little bit more juicy and not that sexual assault is juicy but I like to hear stuff that's a little bit more detailed and like you know kind of gives you more of an in uh, an uh, internal look into someone else's life a little bit deeper so, I mean, of course dating apps are not a deeper look but it still helps you to give an idea of like you know different things that I've encountered so yeah but um I've been juggling the ideas of what I wanted to speak about next. I do have a particular one that I wanted to discuss, which would be dun, 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 a very, very, in my opinion, it would be probably the most popular episode that I would release 
and I'm not going to spoil it for the people that were on my Finsta. You already know what it would be if you have not ever caught that invite to my Finsta. My Finsta has been deleted, so you will never catch it. But um, just look look out for that. And if I ever do make a Patreon, I probably will throw it over there because that shit is risque as fuck. But um, anyway, so I was debating for this week about what I wanted to talk about, if I wanted to do a general update on my life. But then I realized my life is boring right now. I have nothing going on um, outside of starting a new job. So congratulations to me. But outside of that, um, I don't really think I have anything that would be a general update to give you guys that would be interesting enough to put in a podcast. And as you guys know, I'm starting a whole fairy tales, you know, saga of episodes where it's going to be solo episodes of more interesting stories to share. And I've decided that this week I was, I'm still unsure right now. I'm trying to decide in my head really what I want to discuss because I'm debating between sharing my moving out story, but I feel like that's kind of sad. And then I wanted to also share my, um, a B&B story that I had from like a while back, which was crazy as hell. But I feel like that would be a little bit more clickbaitable. So maybe we should go with that, but it's also Father's Day and I feel like that would be more of a reason to put the moving out story because I had a falling out with my dad. So maybe that's dramatic. Maybe that's a little bit too much. I don't know. Um, I'm going to any, mini miny mow it and then we'll see what happens. Uh, uh, hold on. Any mini money my mom said to pick this one right over here. Not because you're dirty, not because of things, just because you can step more behind the dirty magazine. Wow. Okay, so moving out story it is. So I have moved out July thirteenth, I want to say will be one whole year since I've moved out. Um I'm currently living with two roommates. Um one that is significant older than me and Tasreen and as you guys know popular uh host or guest starring on the podcast is Tasreen which is my other roommate um I this is a little in depth so I don't want this podcast episode to be super long and lengthy and sad and like blah but I'll try to make it as detailed but also as quick as possible So when I, after, I feel like at some point or another, some of us start to realize that we don't really want to be home. And I had realized that pretty early on. Um, me, me and my sister have realized that pretty early on. Uh, we're not particularly close to our parents, but you know, obviously, you know, some of us have those relationships where you and your parents are like fine, but like you guys aren't friends, let's say friends because some people have relationships with their parents where they can tell them everything. Some people have relationships with their parents where they tell them decent amount of stuff, but maybe they don't overshare. And then some people have those relationships where they barely tell their parents anything. And then there's also the people that tell their parents nothing. I feel that I have straddled the fence between nothing and barely. So I guess that's to just give you guys a idea of like what the relationship was like for me and my parents. 
Um, I have one American parent, which is my mother. Um, and I have an, a Senegalese parent. And if you don't know where Senegal is, Senegal is in Africa. And my dad is uh, Senegalese. He is Muslim. Um, I grew up in a Muslim household, uh, but I identify as Christian. And that comes from me just, you know, my grandmother taking us to church when we were growing up. And my dad never really saw an issue with it because we would just be, we would spend a lot of time with my grandma. But um, at some point, then it started becoming a thing where it was like, you know, you can't really take them to church anymore. But at that point, I had already been considered myself a Christian, so it was what it was. But anyway, um, so at this point, you know, I, I identify as a Christian and my parents are Muslim, predominantly really my dad. And the first time that I really, I've always had issues with my parents from time to time, but I've always been the person that tries to, if you know me, you know that I'm very vocal about a lot of things, but when I'm at home, I would not really say a lot. And that would be just because I don't like to argue. And even though it's funny because I do enjoy debates and stuff, but I feel like debating is very different from arguing. And I don't really like to argue. I don't really like to do too much back and forth. I don't really like when things are not peaceful. So, and that's not that I grew up in a non-peaceful household or whatever. It's just that, like I said, we weren't all particularly close. So there will be different conversations or things that can happen that would cause a, more of a rift in the relationship. So let's say that. So I've just never really been that type of person. So, um... My first time running away from home was, oh God, I want to say, I want to say 18, I want to say 19. Um, I had left because I had gotten to an argument with my mother and that was its own little thing. But this, and the reason I'm telling you guys this is because it gives a little bit of a backstory to me moving out last year so that's just to give an idea of my parents personalities and stuff so um anyway me and my mother had gone to an argument or whatever and I had left and I went to my grandmother's house uh from then my dad ends up calling me because my dad was not home at the time it was just me and my mom home at the time my younger sister she was wherever she was and my dad was at work and I we got into the dispute or whatever and then I ended up leaving the house in like a fit of rage and I was crying and I didn't really know where I was going to go, but I was uh, just walking around for air. My boyfriend at the time was working at a corner store, um, as I'm sure some of you already know this. And he, I was walking over there because I didn't really know what to do and I just wanted to like find somewhere to go. And my dad ends up calling me and he ends up saying like, you know, what happened, what, like, what happened or whatever. I explained to him what happened. And he's, he's not mad at me. He's just like, okay, um, we're gonna, I'm going to handle it when I come home. Just go home. Now, my dad is a truck driver, right? And he has a very unique schedule where he leaves at 3 p.m. or so. And he gets home very late in the night where he's getting home at like 2, 3 in the morning. Depending, could be 4. It depends what time he gets to work. So he has one of those type of schedules. And... When this had happened, it was like 9 p.m. at night. So I, for me, it might have been even 10. And for me, I'm just kind of like, I didn't want to go home. Like like I said, I was I was at a point in my life where I was at the last straw 
with different things. So I just really was not having it. And I was just like, didn't want to go. And I told him I didn't want to go. I wasn't being disrespectful. I wasn't being rude. I was saying, I don't want to go home. And he's just like, well, what are you talking about? And I'm like, I don't want to go home. Like, I want to just like, just, I don't know. And then he's like, well, where are you going to go? And I was like, I don't know. Maybe I'll go to grandma's house for a little bit. Because why not? You know, it's my grandparent. And he's just like, no, you you need to go home or whatever. And I'm just like, okay. Now, I said okay, but I, I knew I wasn't going back. So then from there, um, he he calls me again, but I'm still en route. I stopped by the corner store at this point. My boyfriend at the time, he consoled me because he didn't know what was going on. But he consoled me. He gave me a little bit of money so I could take a, um, take a, like a cab slash the little dollar van to a cab or whatever to get to my grandmother's house. And he also gave me some extra money just in case, which I will forever be appreciative for him for because that was a very like dramatic moment for me in my life because I had never left my house like that before. So I had, even though he is, he's never really had a good impression in my life. I will always remember that moment because I really did appreciate the support that he was giving me in that moment. So anyway, my dad, long story short, long story short, cause let's just jump to the point. Long story short, I end up getting to my grandmother's house. My dad calls me. He's asked me where I, where am I? And I was like, I'm at my grandma's house. He's blacking now and he's pissed because my dad's the type of person that is my way or the highway, right? And let me be very clear. My dad is a good person overall. My dad is a really good provider. It's just that when it he lacks in communication when it comes to just listening to your wants and needs about certain things instead of him just pushing his own narratives about stuff. And I feel like sometimes... It depends on his mood when he'll be more or less more sensitive to other people's feelings versus when he's not. So that's just to give, again, an idea of like how my dad is at times. So from here, um, he's blacking or whatever and he's upset and he's just like, oh, I'm not going to pay for your school or whatever. If you're going to stay there, I'm not, I'm going to cut your phone off. I'm going to throw all your clothes out in the hall because we lived in an apartment building. I'm going to throw all your clothes out in the hall, whatever. He's like doing the absolute most, like saying all this. Mind you, he's at work. So I'm just like sitting here. Like I had already been at my grandma's house and like I'm talking to them, telling them the situation. I'm distraught or whatever. And I'm just like, I don't really understand because this is the thing my dad does. He will make like he'll make it about him where it's like no one's even talking about you. This is not about you. This is about me. And he'll do this thing where he kind of makes it about him. And I don't know why he does that, but that's what he does. So at this point, the whole thing kind of transitions from, I left because of my mother, but now you're into it. And now it's becoming more of a thing than I thought it would be. So it's just escalating continuously. So as the days go on, um, eventually... Me and my mom have a conversation to where I explain to her that I'm not happy there. And she, she, I feel like she was only really open to hearing about it because of the fact that my dad had blamed her for me leaving. And rightfully so, because at the time I did leave because of her. So she then became more receptive to hearing why I left and what was wrong. And she didn't really take fault at the time, but then eventually... As the days progressed, she did, and she was more open to hearing how I felt. So then she asked me, I explained, and then 
we were fine. And to be honest, ever since that had happened, me and her have had a better relationship because of it. Shockingly enough, but I appreciate that at least because prior to that, nah, it wasn't for me. The relationship was not for me. So I was, I was grateful for us to have had a better understanding after being able to communicate because that is one thing that I will say about my mom that my dad doesn't do necessarily is that she's more open minded to talk about certain things. And like, I want to say it's easier to have an argument with her than it is with him because she will back and forth with you and you guys will get points across. Whereas my dad doesn't hear anything and shuts everything down. So it's hard to communicate with him. Whereas it's a little bit easier to communicate with her. Um, and obviously not all forms of communication are an argument. I'm just saying in general, any forms of communication are easier through my mom than they are through my dad. And again, this is something that happens occasionally where sometimes he's a little bit easier to talk to and then most of the time he's not. So it's just like, you know, very wishy-washy. But um, from there, eventually I ended up having to go pick up my clothes because I have, wasn't planning on coming. I don't know. Like, I just wasn't... I didn't want to go back. Like, I was just fed up and I didn't want to go back. And But I had to go get my stuff because obviously if I'm going to stay in my grandmother's house, I need to get my stuff. I go over there to go get my things. Why in the world... I go in my room because I go when my dad's at work, right? My mom lets me in or whatever. And my clothes, when I tell you all, because I'm a very neat person. I'm a very neat person. I open my door to my room. My clothes are in a, I no lie, mountain in the middle of the floor. My stuff is in typically folded neatly in drawers, hanging up nicely in my closet. When I t- and I had a top drawer that was up with makeup in it. No lie. All my clothes were in a mountain in my room. I went in my closet trying to look for stuff. The shoes were still the same. They were on the floor neatly the way they were left. I guess that was too much work for my dad to tear apart. But he tore some of the jeans and jackets down. Tore, put through them in the middle. <coughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> he pulled the clothes out the drawers. And they was all in the in the mountain of clothes. Um, I, I want to say I recall some of my makeup being on the floor as well. When I tell y'all I was very, like, upset when I seen this. I was very upset when I seen this. But I had to, like, you know, scatter through my clothes and, like, you know, fix everything back or whatever. And pull whatever I needed to pull and just sort it up when I got back to my grandmother's house. But for me, that has always been something that I have never let go. And not not that I didn't let it go as in I resent my father for it, no. But that's something I've never let go in the sense of it showed me the type of person of who my dad is when he's upset. Where I knew my dad is the type of person that will be very upset about things, but I've never had him do something like that to me before where my stuff is just messed up because of him wanting me to do something that I didn't want to do because I was having an emotional moment. So instead of him being sensitive to how I felt, he did that. So that that was just, that'll forever be in my memory for him. So that was just, eventually, like I was at my grandmother's house for like a month or so. And eventually I ended up going back home. So let me, that was just to give y'all an idea of what happened then. Now I ran away a second time. That was for a very short period. That was for like a week. Um, and it's funny because that was with my dad and this was like probably when I was like 22, maybe 
maybe. And I had asked him, can I get my own phone line? My dad, we all had a family plan. I only said, can I have my own phone line? Because I wanted to separate myself because I wanted to just pay my own bill by myself. If I want to upgrade my phone, I don't need to go through my dad for it. If you've done family plans, you already know how it goes. People have to go through the main person to get things done for their phone. That's annoying, especially because my dad has a crazy work schedule. I'm never going to be able to do anything with my phone if I need to. So I was like, I would like my own phone plan. That then turns into an argument to which I still don't know why to this day. It was the stupidest shit in the world. And then I just was like fed up and I was just like, I'm confused at why I can't get my own phone plan and stuff. And then my dad's trying to say, well, you're trying to act grown, blah, blah, blah. I'm still sitting here puzzled and confused. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. And then I don't know how we got to this point of the conversation. If it was like, I don't know who said what, I don't remember. But then it ended up being a thing of like, well, if you want to leave, you can leave or something. And then I said, okay, no problem. I'm going to leave then. And then he said, okay. And then he ended up leaving for work. And I literally went into my room and started packing my shit. Like it was like that. And I was just like, like I said, when you come to a point in your life, there's some people that cannot relate to not a piece of what I'm saying. And to be honest, God bless you. Because it's not a nice feeling to like feel some type of divide or separation from your parents emotionally because they are your parents. And there's a lot of people that I've seen who have wonderful relationships with their parents and, you know, to tell them everything. They do everything together, you know, side by side all the time. And growing up, I really did envy that. And still this day, I still do sometimes look at people and like feel sad for it because I'm like, you know, that's nice, you know, to see that. But I've always told myself that when I get older and when I have kids, I'm going to aspire to have those relationships with them because I did not have that with my parents. I digress. Let me get back to the story. So, um, from there, he then tells, um, I pack up my stuff or whatever. And then I just, my mom is like, Oh, what are you doing? And stuff. And I'm just like, I'm leaving. And then she was like, why are you leaving? Like, why are you leaving? It's not that serious. And I was like, no, because I'm over it. Like I'm tired of him saying whatever he wants to say, whatever, whatever. And I then proceed to get my stuff together. And I was like, before the, before the night is out or whatever, I'm going to be gone. Like I took my bag with me to work. If I'm not mistaken, I took my stuff with me to work. And I was, yes, I did. I was, I used to work at Old Navy at the time and I took my bag with me to Old Navy. And God bless you, Shayla. My friend Shayla, she, at the time I had went to work and I was crying and she was like consoling me and she didn't know what was going on. She's, and this is when I kind of just started Old Navy. So I wasn't really super duper familiar with a lot of people, but you know, I had became friends with some people or associates, I guess you could say. And she was like, at the time living with her boyfriend. So she was like, Hey, um, if you want, I can ask my boyfriend. Um, can he ask his mom? Can I, can you stay with us for a little bit until you figure out whatever's going on? But you know, of course that didn't happen because he, they're living with her, with his parents. And you know, if I'm a whole extra stranger, so obviously not, but I still, again, appreciated the gesture, but I ended up going to my friend Paige's house and excuse me. Um, I was with her grandmother for a few days God bless her grandmother as well. It was super sweet and I had really felt welcome. Um, but I couldn't stay there indefinitely. And eventually I had, uh, went to my grandmother's house, um, for a few days. And then my aunt pissed me off and my uncle pissed me off at some point because they were really doing the most. Again, I'm not going to elaborate on all stories, but just know if it was to the point that I felt like I needed to leave, just know it was like that. And I ended up going back home 
And from there, I don't really know. It was kind of a blur, honestly, the rest of my time being at the house. I spent a lot of my time just being mute. A lot of my time just, like, not really happy. Never really having been happy since the first time I left. But, you know, it's one of those things where just because you're unhappy doesn't mean something's happening to you every day. It's one of those things where you have been dis... You have been unhappy for so long, you were just numb to everything now. And it became to that point where I was just like, you know what? Nah. So now, fast forward to me moving out last year, um, to which I won't say I ran away because obviously not. I live somewhere else now. Um, so by when I left last year, absolutely nothing happened. Nothing happened, not an argument, not a conversation, nothing. I had been wanting to move out since I had left, since even before I had ran away the first time. But I had wanted to leave for such a long time, so that's just to give you, just you know, just to know I've been wanting to leave for a long time. So um, when it was finally um, the pandemic hit, okay, let's just start there. The pandemic hit in March. As I said, I left in uh, July. The pandemic hit in March. um, Unemployment, as we all know, started to hit. And long story short, because I'm not going to really get too much into that, I was able to save up a decent amount of money that would allow me to move and also buy myself things for my new apartment because I knew that I was not going to be able to take my bed. I wouldn't be able to take the furniture. A lot of things I was not going to be able to take. If you've ever been to my apartment now, everything that's in my room, I had to repurchase, um, furniture-wise. Obviously, when it comes to, like, skincare and whatever those other things are, that stuff that... You know what? Actually, now that I'm looking around, everything... Yeah, everything that's in my room, I had to re... Wow. Wow. Everything in my room, I had to repurchase with the stuff, the money that I had saved. That's crazy. Wow. I never even thought about that. I thought there was something that was hanging around here that I didn't... I think I think I took like two towels. One, no, I took one towel from my apartment when I was with my parents. I took one towel. Everything else I had repurchased um, by myself. Oh, and I have the sheets that I had left there with. Okay, so I have the sheets and I have a towel. Everything else is brand new in my room. So you can imagine that paying first month, last month security along with buying a bed, uh, furniture, all these things, every, it was expensive, but I was able to do it. And that's when I met Tasreen. Um, if you guys know Bumble, me and Tasreen met on Bumble. And, but if you've been on it, you know that there's a dating side, there's a friendship side and there's a business side. Me and Tasreen met on the friendship side of Bumble. And from there, we just kind of like grew a relationship with each other where when we first kind of started talking, we were talking a lot. And then it was just more like people, you know, everybody has their own lives or whatever. So we were talking in between. And from there, um, we had both expressed that we both really wanted to move out, right? And she was like, I have a good amount of savings. And I was like, I'm saving up too. I have a decent amount as well. And she was like, yeah, and I have a friend we can move, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, that the friend ended up flopping. So I don't know what happened with that. But... Then she offered this opportunity where we live now. We went to go see two places. We went to see the place that we live now. We went to see this other place. That was the first time me and Tasreen ever even met each other. We had never met before. We would just send voice notes and just send texts. And we were we had talked 
for months, probably like, I want to say four months, three, four months before we actually like met up for this. And it's just so funny to look back how like a whole and complete stranger that I didn't even know ended up becoming my roommate. And, you know, here we are a year later. So it's just, it's a, it's a blessing really to have this opportunity be given to me through someone that I never even knew. But, um, anyway, she had, was like, oh, there's this place, like, you know, we should just go look or whatever. Um, and I was just like, oh, I don't know. Like, you know, maybe I should save up, you know, blah, blah, blah. She's just like, you know, it's now or never because it's not expensive or whatever and blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like thinking to myself, you know what? If I don't do this now, when will the opportunity arise again? You know? So I was like, you know what? Okay. So we went to go see the place, both places. The first place was small. Then we went to see the place that we live now. We was like, this is good. So we came here. We ended up signing. That's that's when I knew that things were going to go crazy because we ended up signing, I think, a month after we had said that we were good. Not even a month. It was like a couple weeks after we had said that we liked it or whatever and the whole everything got situated or whatever. Now, once we signed the lease, that's when I knew that I had to start getting myself together. Now, it like I said, I moved in July. We signed the lease for July first so we had signed it when then the very end of june and um i had moved in by the 10th so i had already had stuff coming to the house that was getting delivered that was brand new that was supposed to be getting for the new place i started like physically moving things over from the apartment where i was with my parents to here now some of you may not agree with this next part of the story some of you may understand where i'm coming from if you don't agree, I don't give a fuck. But I'm just letting you know this is what I did. So, from here, I did not tell my parents I was leaving. At all. And that's where a lot of the resentment my dad had for me leaving came from. Because I gave no warning at all. I just up and left. Like, I ain't relying. I up and left. And I'm gonna get to the part of where that came from, but... I left and he was very upset about it. But anyway, so um, I'm moving my things over. My mom one day, and it's so funny because when we talked about it later after I've already had left and everything, she was like, I knew you were doing something and I wasn't sure. And I was just like, well, you guessed right. (laughs) But one day I had like one huge bag with me and I was leaving the house and she was like, oh, where are you going? Because my mom's the type of parent that don't really be asking a lot, like, You'll just be like, okay, I'm leaving. She's like, okay. And that's it. So one day I had this big bag and she's just like, oh, where are you going? And I was just like, oh, I'm going to go take this to my friend or whatever, da, da, da. She's like, okay. And I was just like, went. So then when we talked about it later, she's just like, I had a feeling you were doing something, but I didn't know. So I didn't say anything. And I was just like, well, you were right because I was moving that that's some of my clothes from one space to the next or whatever. So... Um, let's just fast forward. Um, at this point, I've had a large sum of my things over at the place now. This is the day that Jamie, who Jamie, if you guys know, has been on the podcast. And on that episode, I expressed how much I really loved him and how much I appreciate him because of the fact that he was able to help me during this time where nobody really was seeming to help me, which I thought was interesting, especially because this was supposed to be friends of mine. But, um, 
he had helped me move my things and he helped me move a lot of stuff at that because this was like a one-time trip that we were doing because it happened so abruptly and it was just basically like every the car was packed like barely could see out the back window packed but we made it work so um basically the day comes where I left on a Wednesday if I'm not mistaken this might have been a Wednesday and I was going to leave on a mm, no 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 I think I left on a either a Sunday or a Monday but my I planned to leave on like a Thursday or something but I was getting so emotional about me leaving to the point that it was starting to become a little bit too much for me because of the fact that I felt so bad. I knew how things were going to go because, like I said from the previous story about when things aren't going the way my dad particularly likes or if it seems like it's just like, you know, left field or whatever, he doesn't really handle it well. And I already knew the second I told him I'm leaving, my bills were all my school student loan bills were about to become mine. And that's honestly all the only bill that he really had took care of for me, which was him paying off my student loan. So that was going to become mine. I was going to have to start paying rent because I was living rent free with my parents. But at the end of the day, for me, I would much rather pay for my sanity and just pay for peace than to be free and unhappy. So um, anyway, and when I say be free, I apologize. I meant to say pay nothing and be unhappy. So, um, I was just, you know, being, being very like emotional at the time and I'm, you know, bothered and I call my oldest sister who is my best friend and I'm like explaining to her the situation and she's just like, oh, well, you know, you should just say something if you feel away. And I was just like, I don't know, like, you know, I feel kind of anxious, you know, I don't even want to say scared. I just feel anxious because it's like, okay, if I say something, there ain't no turning back. Like, we just rolling from here. But she was like, at the end of the day, you was leaving this week regardless. And what can you do, you know? So I was like, you know what? Okay. So I was so anxious. Like, my heart was pounding out my chest. And I called my dad, right? And I call him. The phone is ringing. And I'm like... I don't want to say scared, but okay. I was scared because I'm just like, oh my gosh, like this conversation is about to be doing the most and I don't want to argue. I don't want to do any of that. Like I just want it to be simple, but cause the way I was going to do it is I was going to just leave and not tell anybody I was leaving until I left. But, um, like I stated, my older sister was like, you know what, if you want to tell him, then just tell him then. Just say something prior. Maybe he'll give a different response than you think. Because that's what a lot of people were telling me. Even though they, they act like they know my parent, but they don't. So I was like, whatever. But my older sister, that's not his um, child anyway. So, But she knew exactly what I meant. So that's why she was just saying, if you feel like you want to, then do it. If you feel like you don't want to, then don't do it. So I was just like, okay. And I then proceed to call my dad. Phone's ringing. I'm like having a little heart attack. He then answers the phone. My heart stops. I'm like, oh my God. So I'm just like, hey, daddy. And I'm like, yes, I call my dad daddy. So I was like, hey, daddy. And he's just like, hey, Fatu. And I'm like, he's like, how are you and stuff? And I was just like, oh, I'm not really okay. And he was just like, well, what's wrong? And he, I'm just telling him like, you know, I'm just not really happy. And he was just like, well, what happened? 
And he was, I was just explaining to him, like, you know, I feel like no one in that, like, we're not close. I feel like I'm not close with mommy really either. I feel like I'm never really, I don't share anything with you guys and blah, blah, blah. And I'm just, like, saying, like, how I feel. And I'm crying on the phone or whatever, right? Because I'm a very emotional person. And, like, for me, this is really hard. Even to this day, I still cry about this type of stuff. So I'm trying to, like, you know, not get emotional and just tell the story straight through. Because I don't want the story to be super long. But, um... I'm just telling him how I feel and how I'm not really happy and I haven't been happy in a long time. And the conversation then proceeds to go in a route that I didn't expect to which he then starts to apologize to me and say that, you know, he's sorry that he would always be at work when we were growing up and he wishes that he was around more because my parents are married. So let me just throw that out there. And it's not that my dad wasn't around. It's just that he was at work a lot. So any type of issues that would go on, it would be with us and my mom. And then like, he will be more or less called to either not even really mediate, but like, I guess. And like, it was just, I don't know. So from here, he's just saying he's sorry for not really have been around and he apologizes for, you know, always being at work and, you know, he should have been able, he wishes that we were able to have a closer relationship and that that's what he wants too. And it was, it was, it was sad, you know, because, and I don't want to cry. Oh my God. Ugh. It was sad because that's not what I expected out of that conversation at all, especially because I didn't even get to the point what I was really trying to tell him. So when it went to that extent of like, him apologizing and stuff. I felt the closure for a situation that I didn't even think I was about to get a closure for. And, you know, he was just saying that he really loves me a lot and that, you know, he just wants the best for me. And I know that about my dad. So that's why I'm saying I don't want this podcast episode to be seen as I'm bashing my parents or bashing my dad in any particular way, especially because it is Father's Day. And I do love my dad a lot. But I do want it to be known that just because you love your parent doesn't mean that, you know, they can't treat you in a way that you really didn't like and I think a lot of parents do things like that where they kind of like don't really listen to their kids often because of the fact that they're parents and they think because they're adults that your feelings aren't really valid and I think that that's where no I know that's where a lot of the the rift in our relationship has come from because my parents are the type of parents that feel like they're the parents and you know whatever they're what they're saying is more accurate than how you're feeling kind of thing. So that's really caused a lot of problems. And I'm sure a lot of people have had that happen to them too. So I know I'm not the only person, but, um, you know, I had like cried a lot when he was apologizing to me because I knew that I didn't even get to the point where I was about to tell him that I'm leaving. And it just, I just, at that moment, I felt really fucked up because I was just like, damn, like I ain't even tell him I'm leaving yet. And he's over here saying sorry for all this stuff and saying he wants us to like, you know, try to be closer and stuff. And I know that this will be the thing that tears it all away, but I was like, you know what? There's nothing I can do about that. And we here now, you know? So at this point it was just like, okay, what can you do? So he finishes whatever he's saying. And then, um, he was like, are you okay? And I was just like, Yeah, and then he was like, well, is that it? Like, you know, not him being rude, but he was just saying it. And I was just like, no, that that wasn't it. Like, you know, there was more. Like, that. I was like, that wasn't the reason I had called you, though. And then he was just like, oh, so why did you call and stuff? And I was just like, I'm letting you know that, like, me saying that I'm unhappy is like me also saying that I I, want to leave and I'm going to leave. And he was like, 
what do you mean you're going to leave? And I was just like, I'm going to move out because me feeling unhappy has been for so long. And it's to the point where I don't, I don't really, I don't want to stay anymore. And I haven't wanted to stay for a while. And this is where the conversation now takes a negative left. And he's just like, he didn't even start yelling or anything. Cause usually my dad, whenever he starts like getting mad, he starts yelling that he gets excited. That's how he is. I don't know, but whatever. And he, at this point, he didn't even start yelling yet. He's just like, like, I guess he didn't comprehend what I was saying. Like he didn't know where, like this was unexpected or whatever. And he's just like, Oh, so like, what do you mean? Like, when are you leaving? And I was like, I'm leaving Thursday. So like I said, this is like Tuesday, Monday, like it's one of those days. So he's just like, Oh, so you already decided you were leaving. And I'm just like, yeah. And then he was just like, did you find a place already? And I was like, yeah, I did. And then he was just like, where are you going? And I was just like, I'm moving to Brooklyn. And then he's just like, so you just, you, so you're just going to decide to go and then tell me you're leaving. That's what you're doing. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry for laughing. It's just like me thinking about the conversation. It's just funny. Cause, and, cause for him, it's just kind of like, oh, so you're going to make a decision and then tell me you're making a decision. And it's just like, to the end, my dad is always going to be like this. And it's just funny. Cause it's like his feelings like are always going to be more prominent than yours for him. All right. All right. Drag racer. Okay. Anyway. Um, so yeah, so his feelings are always going to just be more prominent than yours. Yo, the people are so disrespectful. Fuck Brooklyn. Anyway. Um, so yeah, so he just always is going to have his feelings be more important than yours. And that's just how he is. So it's just kind of funny thinking about it, but, um, He's just like, oh, um, what did he say? Oh my God. This person about to drag race through the end of this story. That's crazy. (laughs) Um, oh my God. Yo. Okay. Now this is going to give me a brain fart. Fuck. Um, so he then says, okay. So he was like, oh, so you're going to like, uh, make the decision. And now you're going to, you made the decision already and now you're telling me. And, and I was just like, well, yeah. And then he was just like, oh, okay. So you just gonna, you're just telling me what you're going to do. You're not even going to ask or nothing. And I'm just like, ask. I literally was like, ask you if I want to leave. And he was like, what do you mean? Like, you think you, you're just going to like, just leave and you, you can make that decision by yourself. You're not going to ask nobody. If you could leave, you're not going to ask for no advice. You're not going to do nothing. Cause my dad wants you to run everything by him kind of thing. And I was just like, well, if I wanted to leave and I wasn't asking nobody for money, I didn't think I needed to ask anyone, can I leave because of the fact that I'm paying for myself. Now, he's just like, I can hear his attitude kicking up and he's just like, oh, so you can, you can make, he was like, okay, so since you're leaving, so you, you can, um, pay your own bills then. Right. And I was just like, yeah. And then he was just like, okay, so you know, when you leave, you can take your school loan bills with you. Right. And I was like, Daddy, I already knew you was going to do that, though. And then he was just like, oh, what do you mean? So then I, this now this is why I gave y'all the original stories about why I had left the first two times. Because this is when I then roll him down with the examples of 
when I had left the first time and it wasn't even about you, you then made it about you and then you threw all my stuff in the middle of the room and blah, blah, blah. When I asked for my own separate phone bill, you made it a whole big deal when it wasn't and then you had cut my whole phone line off. I forgot to even mention that. You cut my whole phone off and I had to get a whole brand new number because me and you wasn't talking. And that's the only way I even got this phone line that I have now. Like, this is like, and it was just like, and I was just telling him these examples and he still was acting like he didn't know why I was doing this erratically without any pre-announcements. And I had said to him, I'm like, if I announce it, who's to say that you wasn't going to tell me to get out on the spot? Like, who's to say you wasn't going to be upset, you know? So, and I was like, and I'm not going to sit here and act dumb and act like I don't know who you are. And I'm not going to act like... I wasn't going to, I'm not going to be unprepared for when this conversation was to happen. Cause I had said to him, I wasn't going to say anything at all. And he was like, Oh, so you was just going to leave and not say nothing. And I was like, no, because the other times when I did say something or whatever, or whenever I had said that I had felt a way about something and my feelings were being dismissed, I was then retaliation was then taken on me to where now my things are in the middle of the floor. You're threatening not pay for my school. You're threatening to turn my phone off. And then the second time it's like, you turn my phone off and you cut off my, um, I had to get a whole new phone or whatever just to get a whole phone bill. Like, it was, I was like, there's too many retaliation moments that have occurred for me to then be stupid enough to allow it to happen the third time. So, excuse me. So then he's just like, oh, so you so you acted like you already knew what I was going to say. Like, if y'all, if y'all knew how it was to talk to my dad sometimes, y'all would be so angry. Y'all would be so angry and... A lot of times, this is why I be so, like, upset about certain things sometimes. Because I'm just... I don't know. I think this is the way that I was... Well, obviously, the way you were raised has a big impact on who you are as a person. Not every aspect of it impacts why you are the way you are. But it definitely has affected me in different ways where, like... I don't like to argue, like I said. I feel a lot of anxiety when I hear screaming or when I feel something about to go awry. Like... I don't know. It's just been different. A lot of different things that have caused me to feel whatever ways that I do about a lot of things that I do now. But um, that's why I also feel very upset when someone doesn't allow me to say what I feel. Because if you if you've ever handled been handled by somebody that doesn't allow you to vocalize your feelings, you feel like so angry. You feel so upset. Like it's very upsetting to be tossed into situations like that. So. If you've ever been in a situation like that, I apologize because it's really not a nice feeling. And if you've never been in a situation like that, that's a blessing. So, um, basically, long story short, he then says, okay, if you want to leave, then you can just leave now, right? And I had said to him, I was like, see, and this is exactly why I wasn't going to tell you because look at you already now trying to throw me out even though I already have somewhere to go. But you're trying to, like, toss me out earlier than expected but I'm happy that I already have found the place already and I'm happy I moved my stuff already and I had made sure my bed was delivered and every I made sure everything was right before I even said anything because if I go, let's say I said something prior before the bed was even purchased, before I had any furniture, before anything. Let's say I was only thinking about leaving. What if this conversation was hit on me? Where would I be going? Where would I be laying my head, right? So I'm happy that I did it the route that I did because I know who my parent is. And that's why a lot of people always want to put input on things that they don't know anything about. And that's why I, to the people that told me to take whatever route that I had took to take a different route, to be honest, fuck you. Because you don't really know what people's situations are or why they have to react the way that they do towards certain things. And at that time, I was very upset about a lot of like the responses that I was getting from people that were my friends that because if I'm telling you I have to take certain action 
for what reason do you think that I'm taking this action just to be a dickhead or am I taking it because this is what I have to do and because this is my parent and I know who I was raised by? So anyway, I digress. So it ends up being a whole argument and I was like, okay, no problem. I'm going to leave today. And then he's like, now he's starting to yell. And I was like, he was just like, oh, like what? You know, like get off my phone or whatever or something. And I just hang up the phone. And I just didn't, I was so upset, like sad, but angry. But I didn't care because Jamie was downstairs at this point, finally. And I had like dragged all, I had so, I had like, like seven, eight bags of stuff just like just taking it to the elevator my mom is in her room and she has no idea what's going on she's just watching a netflix movie as usual and i then after i get all my stuff in the hallway i knock on her door and she's like opens the door with her glasses on or whatever and like you know like hey boo boo because she calls me boo boo so she's like hey boo boo and i was just like my like she saw my face so she was like what happened and i was just like here's the here's the mail key and I like roll the mail key off my um f- my keys chain and I roll the house key off my phone and I was like I mean off my keychain as well and I was gave it to her and I was just like you you can have these I don't need these anymore and then she was just like wait wait what happened what happened and I was just like I'm leaving and she was like wait you're leaving why and I was like I'll tell you at a separate time or whatever but I'm not happy anymore and I haven't been happy in a long time and I just want to leave and whatever whatever and I was like I just got into an argument with daddy about it and I'm just over this whole house I'm over over everything and whatever and then she was just like yeah but why are you leaving like what happened and I was like I was gonna leave already and I was like but this conversation more or less showed me why I left and it made me really not regret it and stuff and she was just like she looked and she sighed and then she was just like okay um just let me know where you get wherever you're going because it was just like she knew I was leaving and it was it was what it was. So, and my drawers were empty. Everything was empty. Like, I was packing things out and just sending them over as the week had progressed. So, I had was prepared. But, um, it was what it was. And I had just, you know, took all my stuff. Jamie helped me move my stuff back and forth or whatever out the hallway because I had mad stuff. And I had just took it all. He put it all in the his car. He drove me to Brooklyn we dropped all my stuff off into the apartment and um from there I ended up going to stay with Shayla and at this point this is like well well after she's been like moved from her boyfriend or whatever and she's like living with her girlfriend and her other roommate or whatever and they're just I went over there for a bit and that was a very emotional two that was a very emotional week for me in general because it was like like I said, I'm a very emotional person. So for me, this was like a lot. And when I went to her house, I was just crying. And when I woke up the next morning, I was just crying. And I was just like, this is just like a lot to deal with. But, you know, of course, as days move on, you definitely get over things. And I'm I'm happy to say that, honestly, I'm happy where I'm at now. And I feel like space can really help certain relationships and me and my mom are still fine. When I first left, she was crying a lot, like a lot, like always telling me she missed me and stuff. And she would call me a lot. And then from there, she would call a little less and then she wouldn't really call that much anymore. And like now it's like a thing where like I'll call her sometimes and then she'll call me sometimes. So it's like, it's fine. We're fine. And honestly, I hadn't spoken to my dad. 
Whew, I hadn't spoken to my dad since that day I had left. Like, at all. Like, I'm not even lying. Like, I had deleted him. Blocked. I blocked his number because I didn't want him to hit me with, a, like, a deep-ass paragraph about me being disrespectful or whatever. I didn't want to hear it. So, if you have an African parent, you already know the vibes. But, um, I just blocked his number and I didn't really want to hear it. And then I eventually had unblocked him and, th- th- like, things... Ooh, excuse me. Um, things, you know, went the way they did. Um, we didn't speak for a long time. When my we would ask about each other sparingly through our through my mom and through my younger sister, where she'll be like, Oh daddy asked about you or like my mom would be like, Oh your father asked about you and then like they'll let him know if I asked about him or whatever. It was kind of like that for a long time. When my birthday hit, he was in Africa at the time, so he had texted me happy birthday and that was like the first time we had actually spoke through text mind you this is text and when my I had I had said thank you of course and then when my friend's dad died recently like roughly two months ago she had called me in the middle of the night and we were crying mad hard and she was just like man like you know try to patch up your relationship with your dad because you don't want something like this to happen to your your dad and you know it was just really very an emotional day like that whole well that night was very emotional because that conversation was like an hour and some change and it was just straight crying because her dad was such a lovely man and like she had a really good relationship with her dad so she was just telling me to apologize and that day that night I I felt so anxious about it but I was like you know what if I call, at least I called, you know? So this was me, I guess, extending the olive branch. And I called him and he answered the phone. And I was crying and he asked me what happened. I was telling him that my friend's dad died and, you know, I was, you know, sad. And how I had wanted to let him know that I love him. I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway, I wanted to let him know that I had loved him. And that I just, you know, I appreciate him because I feel like, I'm sorry. I really, right at the end of the podcast, I'm crying, but, um, I didn't, I honestly didn't expect to call him like at all because I had told myself that I knew I didn't do anything wrong. And like, I was tired of my feelings being unacknowledged all the time, but I felt like it was appropriate time to call. Because my friend's dad died and like, I knew that if my dad was to die, I would, I would be devastated, you know? And I feel like it's really hard when you, when you, when you want something to be better and you know it won't for various reasons or whatever. And, you know, I'm still hopeful sometimes, but, um, you know, it was, it was just sad. It was sad. Like... It was it was sad, but he I was happy to have spoken to him and like from there it helped to mend the the relationship for sure. And um and he like the next day he had texted me, he was saying that he was happy to hear from me and you know, that he loves me a lot. And it made me feel good, you know, because I was just like, you know, I'm happy, we're okay cuz like I said, I would hate for my dad to die and like things to not be okay and I just really do wish that our relationship could be different sometimes and 
I feel sad now. I'm sorry, guys. I'm over here just crying. Like, ugh. But, um, I just, I wish that the, you know, I wish things could be different sometimes. And, you know, sometimes it's not meant to be the way you want. Sometimes things will get better, but later. But, you know, we did start talking a little bit more and we would try to call each other sometimes. And I had appreciated that. You know, we grew back a rapport. Um,. And his birthday had passed. I got him a gift and stuff. And he had really liked it and told me that he liked it a lot. And, you know, I just... I say all of that to say, like, if you... Sometimes, you know, you don't have a good relationship with your parents. And I don't want to say that's okay. But I feel like, you know, sometimes there's literally nothing you can do about it. And sometimes certain things are out of your control. And I feel like a lot of us feel upset by that. And I'm one of those people where you want things to be different. And for some people, things can never be different because your parent will just refuse it. Or whatever the circumstances are, refuses it. And I don't want to sit here and say, let it be. But I feel like sometimes people try to force things that don't need to be. And I'm not saying that's my situation, but I'm just saying for some people, that's their situation. And sometimes you got to allow the situation to just be how it is because maybe you don't realize it, but sometimes it's a blessing that maybe it's bringing you more peace. You guys not talking or maybe, you know, you're able to accomplish more things in your life because you guys are not talking because some people have very controlling parents. Some people have very emotionally, mentally or physically abusive parents and a lot of people to talk to their parents now and don't even realize that their parents are really not the best or they realize it, but you know, they just continue to allow the abuse. And I'm not here to tell anyone to do anything, but you know, for the people that, like I stated previously, don't really have the best relationship with your parents. I, my heart goes out to you because it really is like that sometimes. And I also want to say, because like I said, this is father's day and I really do love my dad a lot. I do. I love my parents, both of them. If anything was to happen to them, I really would be devastated. But I really do want to end this off on a happier note and do say that at the end of the day, we do have conflicting personalities. And I think that that's what causes a rift a lot. However, my dad, like I stated, is a provider and always has always made a... a, an effort to take care of all of us. Even when he's in pain, he's tired. That's something that he's always done. And that's something I've always appreciated him for. And I will always love him for. And he's always tried to make sure that we are better than him. And like, if you've had a dad that does a speech, you already know. My dad's one of those as well, where he's always just like, you know, I just want you to be better than me. And I feel like, you know, sometimes my dad doesn't know how to communicate certain things and maybe I should call him after this because I'm like emotional or whatever but I feel like you know your parent like my dad he means well and that's why I love him a lot and yeah I hate myself (laughs) but I'm gonna call him because it's father's day so why not but this is my moving out story um I hate to add this a part of fairy tales, so I'm not, because this is not a fairy tales type of story, but this is my moving out story, and I'm happy that I was able to share it and get some of my feelings out, so I hope you guys enjoyed 
my crying over the mic <laughs> but okay i hope you guys are having a great father's day and you know just you know have a good one later guys